Three Chosen Community and welcome to Foster My Stories, the Achievement Fortress podcast for foster care, adoption, orphan, inclusive of underserved communities. I'm your host, Shalina Michelle Tate, and on today's cast episode, I would like for you to get to know my July guest, Latoya Reed, Director of South Carolina Youth Challenge Academy. Hello, Ms. Reed. Hello, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well, doing well. Good. Thank you. So much for taking time out of your busy schedule mm-hmm. to allow me to come live on site to interview. Yes. Yes. And um, just basically looking at your backstory, your background, you are a CIU graduate. Yes. Columbia um, International University. Yes, yes. <laughs> Dynamic school. I know somebody else who went there as well. Can you tell the listeners mm-hmm. more about the South Carolina Youth Challenge? Yes. First of all, we're located off of Leesburg Road on McCready Training Center here in East Dover, South Carolina. This program has been in existence for over 20 years now. It serves youth in between the ages of 16 to 18 years old, and we serve youth throughout the South Carolina. So anyone that's between the ages of 16 and 18 years old, they are open to come to this program. Now, we do have some requirements that you have to meet. And of course, once they do the application, the admissions folks, they'll take them through that process to see if they meet all the requirements of the program. But this program was designed to help youth who drop out of high school or either have trouble in the normal high school setting. So this was that program that was created to help alter that dropout rate. With this program, I've been the director here for a little over three years now. So it's been exciting to serve young people here. I've been serving young people for years, but this is another, you know, population. And so definitely program is military structured. We're built on eight core components. Eight core components we try to make sure they know they get the physical fitness, community service, the leadership and followership, those things like that, so they can be successful citizens after they leave the program. And of course, after Youth Challenge, we have our second our second program, which is optional, Job Challenge. And right now, we partner with Midlands Technical College, and they can take different certifications, such as HVAC or welding. And then we're building partnerships with construction companies, and hopefully with the new aesthetic school downtown that we can send our kids to to gain that license or that certification in order to have a successful career. I just finished up at a charter school where parents were constantly asking me, hey, what after-school programs do you have? Is there anything in the community? So when I get some more questions like that, I know where to direct them Yes, please direct them our way. (laughs) I see here grandmothers basically were the ones who instilled a lot of really wisdom. Mm -hmm. Can you tell listeners briefly what were characteristics, what things that they instilled in you as a youth? Oh, man, grandmothers are so special. I always tell people that. Like, grandmothers was like, to me, my grandmothers played an important role in my life and my upbringing. They taught me a lot of different things. They gave me a lot of different nuggets to use in life. One of my grandmothers used to say always, make sure you be careful on who you call friend. Back then, I was like, well, I got a lot of friends, grandma. And she was like, no, you have a lot of associates, but you don't have a lot of friends. And she said, you gotta be careful who you call friend. Well, back in middle school, high school, I didn't know what she was really talking about. When I hit late high school, I realized what she was talking about because I had some friends that flipped out for no reason. I didn't know what happened, how, why, but it was like, wow, I really thought they were my friend. Even as an adult, look back at some of my relationships and I had some friends that just went by the wayside and I really thought that person was my friend, but that person tried to ruin me tried to destroy me and I'm like wow now I really get what my grandmother was trying to teach me way back then be careful who you call friend yes, yeah that 
is a lesson, and thank you for sharing that transparency. Mm-hmm. That's a lesson for us all, whether you're a youth, whether you're mm-hmm. an adult, whether you're seasoned, that you have to really pay attention to your surroundings and who's in your surroundings, yes. who's in your environment, who's in your ear, mm-hmm. because it plays a lot on self-esteem, it plays a lot on how you are able to progress or mm-hmm. digress. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Congratulations to three years of service. Mm-hmm. And you also would like to expand. Could you tell mm-hmm. us briefly about wanting to expand, providing more for the youth that you serve? I can remember years ago serving youth directly. And now I'm kind of still serving youth, but kind of indirectly. I figured, like, unless you have hands-on, you got to, like, really have hands-on. But sometimes it's, it's the behind-the-scenes stuff that sometimes people don't realize that's also helping young people thrive. Like, being the director, I don't have a lot of hands-on with the kids like I used to when I was in different positions. But behind-the-scenes stuff, I make this program better at a higher level in order to serve and give the programs that these kids need and the things that these kids need while they're here. In the community, I always partner with outside organizations if they need me to speak to youth, if they need me to do a training with young people, anything like that that I'm willing to do to go the extra mile from mentoring, teaching Bible studies, spiritual dancing, coach basketball team. I just don't put a limit on how and what I can do for young people to help them be better. So true. A lot of youth today, they need need a meeting right where they are. Mm-hmm. A lot of schools, a lot of uh, people will always try to box them in or mm-hmm. compare them. But they don't always need comparison or to be boxed in. They need yeah. someone or a multitude to mm-hmm. <laughs> right where they are and yeah. you're a minister you're a consultant advisor what are some other programs or projects you're working on outside of the SC Youth Challenge that you are looking to work for mm-hmm. well outside of Youth Challenge a big part of my job is Youth Challenge this job takes a whole lot of time even on the outside but outside I still work with churches doing dance ministry sometimes with their young people that was my major in at CIU Youth Ministry I work with other organizations that need me to do some type of training and sometimes it's not the youth themselves but sometimes it's the adults sometimes I have to work with and advise and train on how to work with young people and what programs maybe work for the youth that's in the community and sometimes I just make the connection with other people who do things different from me or do something in another area that I may not be strong in but I know this person is a good fit for this type of program here so different things like that making the connections in the community and listeners i encourage you to reach out to miss reed at her email address that's toya reed mm-hmm. t-o-y-a-r-e-e-d o2 at gmail.com your cell phone can reach you there yes sure 803-587-3166 and what advice would you like to give to anyone aspiring to be a mentor a counselor or to really help you wow so much (laughs) i could give several different pieces of advice first of all you said it earlier you have to meet young people where they are in order to bring them up and raise that bar for them because we as adults we already on a higher level than our young people already because we done lived life a little we done graduated from college and different things like that so we got to meet them where they are so they could feel like we're not better than them so they could feel like they're important so they could feel respected that's a huge thing for young people they want to feel respected because 
they're growing young adults. And so they want to feel respected. And so making sure one of the things that I've learned early on in my career is to make sure whatever you do, whatever program you build, whatever ministry or whatever organization you build based on young people, make sure you have their voice at the table because it's for them. It's their program. It's their organization. So it's important to have their opinions, their feedback. So it's important to have them at the table with us as we're building programming and different organizations for them. Man, I'm just beaming over here. (laughs) I highly agree. You have to have their voice because you're telling their story Mm -hmm. and they may not always have the the words. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they need the encouragement to tell their stories or for somebody to help them tell their stories. Yes, yes. Before we go, and once again, I thank you for your time. Mm -hmm. Could you briefly tell listeners what was your role at BSS? I grew up in the foster care system. Oh, wow. So it's an honor to see that you served at BSS. What did you do? Yes. Well, my role at DSS, I think I was there for three and a half years, and I was the state coordinator for the Independent Living Program. The Independent Living Program serves the older youth in the system to help them transition into adulthood by giving them the resources and the things that a normal teenager would have. And those monies were set aside for that group of young people to give them some of those experiences and to give them funding to do some things would have done in a normal teenage life. So that program definitely, I love Loved it. Great program. It helped serve the purpose. This program was throughout every state at each Department of Social Services in every state because it's a federal grant that serves this program. And me working with teenagers, that's my specialty. So sitting down with those young people in foster care, man, I used to sit back and be like, wow. They're so talented. They're so gifted. You know, why are they here? You know, I wonder what happened to their families. And sometimes I knew the backstory and sometimes I didn't. Whatever the backstory was, a lot of those young people, they were grateful and they were hopeful, the ones I ran into. And you had some that were struggling, of course, because they struggled with the fact of being accepted, being loved and different things like that. Young people in foster care, that's a hard tug for me. Great work. I enjoyed working with those young people and helping them transition out of foster care into the real world listeners what was he was speaking on and we kind of spoke about it briefly before but emancipation when a foster care youth is transitioning out of the foster care system they go through something called emancipation she spoke about the program is there to really help them get the basic skills as far as like hopefully job placement Mm -hmm. they do that sc um youth challenge job placement or sometimes you need help managing your bills or knowing how to pay a bill Mm -hmm how to handle a bank account, how to even have your basic necessities. Taught all that, yes. Yes. And to to hear that she has really was able to help the youth there. Hats off to you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank you for your service there. Is there any projects you say you have not written a book, but is that a desire maybe? Yes. Matter of fact, it has been a desire for a few years, Shalina, and I just need to sit down and really be serious about it and get it done. Hopefully I can connect you to some people I know. Yes, probably so. Yeah, I just need to sit down and just get it done. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule. It's been mm-hmm. an honor. Thank you. you. Thank you, and you're welcome. And if you, listeners, if your upbringing, community service, or job connects you to the foster care, adoption, orphan, or underserved community, I would love to chat at Chosen Child 1984 Facebook page. You can tune in next Wednesday at a new time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Red Circle Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Audible, Radio Public, and Google Podcasts to listen to my interview with special guest Latoya Reed. And remember, being fostered 
adopted, orphaned, or underserved simply means you're gracefully chosen. Mm. Take care. 